Remember when you were in school, you had a question, but you were afraid to ask it because you thought it was a dumb question. And then someone else asked it and you felt, oh, good. Someone else asked that. Well, today we asked that question that people think but don't ask. And that is, if you take too high of a dose of stimulants and IVF, can it fry your eggs and make them bad? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. From a common sense standpoint, it absolutely makes sense. If you give too much hormone, you're going to fry your eggs. I mean, that's what happens in real life, right? If you give too much heat, you overcook the eggs. If you give too much medicine, you can hurt someone. So clearly, you can hurt your eggs by giving too much medicine. Well, the simple answer is no. But that doesn't mean everyone should take the highest dose of medication. Not because of ruining their eggs but because of things like ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, which we talked about in the previous episode. So the question then comes, why is anyone worried about this? And what evidence do they have to even point to such an allegation? Well, one of the things that comes up from it is the fact that women who take high doses of medication tend to have poor egg quality. And so common sense would tell you Well, if I'm getting poor egg quality and I'm using high doses and these other women are not, it must be the medication. And that's a reasonable association, but the problem is it's an association and not causation. The reason you're using the high doses is because your egg quality is poor. We don't give high doses of medications to people who have good response. Instead, we have to give high doses of medication to people who have a poor response. And patients who have a poor response to the stimulation drugs usually have poor egg quality and there's a reason why they need higher doses to get the eggs to grow. For example, donors are patients who give their eggs off to other people to use. Well, in those patients, we want to make a lot of eggs because we need to share them between multiple people. And so we give these women very high doses of medications, extremely high, much more than they ever need. and yet. Their eggs are some of the best eggs we've ever seen because they're donors. They're young. They're healthy. They make great quality eggs. Never in my career have I ever seen a donor make bad eggs because we gave them too much medication. Their eggs are beautiful and perfect, but that's also not proof. However, there have been studies that have looked at mild stimulation protocols for women who are of advanced maternal age and looked at was the quality better and did they have a higher chance of getting pregnant? And what those studies showed was there was not an increase in chance with a mild IVF and that these mini IVF cycles actually lowered the chances of coming away successfully with a live birth. And so that would go against the argument that higher doses cause poor egg quality. So does that mean that every single person should use the highest dose possible to force themselves to make the most amount of eggs? Absolutely not. But what it does mean is that you shouldn't be worried that it's hurting your eggs. But think of it as if the dosage is high, there's a reason it's high. And usually in women who have to use higher doses, it's going to 
more likely be that your egg quality will be lower and that's why you use higher doses. For example, I have a protocol I use in my clinic that is extremely good at getting eggs in people who have very high FSH levels. Usually when patients have high FSH levels, they usually can't make many eggs. And so with this protocol, we've been able to get patients sometimes five, six, maybe even 10 eggs when normally they can only get one or two. But one thing that has remained consistent is that most of the time, the egg quality is not great. And a lot of these eggs, after they fertilize and become blastocysts, end up having abnormal DNA and therefore cannot be used. See, the point here is the reason we're using high doses is because we have to. The amount of hormone that the brain sends down to the ovary to make an egg is going to be inversely related to the quality of the eggs. And the easiest way to understand this, which I've spoken about in prior podcasts, is think of it as a ratio. If one unit of hormone comes from your brain, FSH, to the ovary and makes one egg appear, then it's not reasonable to understand that if I gave 10 units of hormone, you would then make potentially 10 eggs. But if we found out your brain was actually releasing 10 units of hormone just to make that one egg release, then I could go up to 30 units of hormone and you would only make three eggs. And so to get the same amount of eggs, I'd have to go to 100 units of hormones, 10 times the amount to be able to get the same 10 eggs. The problem is, it's not that simple. The amount of FSH we have to use gets distributed everywhere. And so the amount that actually gets the ovary is very minimal. And so there's only so much that you can go to on the dosage. There have been some studies that even show when you go above 450 units of medication, you probably aren't even benefiting the patient anymore. It doesn't hurt, but it probably doesn't benefit them much because you're already saturating the receptors and probably aren't getting any more egg growth. This is why patients who have very high FSH levels usually are going to have a harder time developing follicles. Now, I'm not talking about an FSH of 12. I'm talking about FSH levels above 16, 18, in the 20s. They have a much harder time getting follicles. Not because the eggs aren't there. They are there. The issue is, is that the amount of hormone to get them to grow is much higher. And it's hard for us externally to give hormones to get those levels up high enough. So then the question comes, why not give everyone very high doses? Well, one, it's expensive. And there are some people, even when they have diminished ovarian reserve, that even if you give them high doses, they don't make that many eggs. And so, for example, I have patients where I'll give them the highest dose, 450 units of medication, and yet they only make one egg. And if I give them the lowest dose of medication, they still make that single egg. And so in that situation, it wouldn't make sense to give that patient high doses because you're just costing them more money and you're not really benefiting them. You're getting the exact same egg you would have got with lower doses, but you're costing them more money with higher doses of medication. Now, like I said, I have a protocol that we use that allows us to get those higher dosages without having to use all those higher doses of medications. The way we do that is by using Femara during the stimulation. By using Femara, we're able now to get the internal release of hormones that your body makes, and we're giving external hormones. By combining the two, you're getting the internal and external hormone 
which is even higher than what we could do externally. And for that reason, even with patients with high FSH levels, we can get higher follicular recruitment. Yet even in those situations where we get high egg number, sometimes we get very poor egg quality. And most patients will look at that and go, well, look how many poor eggs I got. And I have to explain to them, but remember, you've never got this many eggs before. There's no question. We may just be getting some of the eggs that you've never released before. And it's very possible that those are not going to be as good quality as the egg that is released easily. That's actually the point behind the mild mini IVFs. The thought is, well, if naturally only one egg is going to release, then that should be your best egg. And that actually sounds like a very fair concept. But the thing is, the studies just don't show that. Making one egg at a time does not improve your chances of coming away with a healthy egg. And also making multiple eggs at the same time doesn't mean that you're going to hurt your eggs, such as frying them. And so in the end, what's important is always to talk to your doctor and pick the best protocol that's best for you. You cannot fry your eggs by giving more hormones. But you have to ask yourself, why do I have to take this much hormone? Why do I need to do this special protocol? And at that point, you can realize it's not the protocol or the dosages affecting my eggs. It's that my eggs are already at this point and is why I need that protocol or high dosage to get the eggs. In the end, it only takes one. And hopefully you get that one egg you need to be able to have success. As always, greatly appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast. If you like us, tell your friends about us, post us on your social media, and give us a five-star review. I'll talk to you again next week on Talk About Fertility Tuesday. Tuesday.